0: Hi there, it's kath weekly host of The Homework Help Show. This week on the show, we continue our Grammar 101 series. We discuss two essential components of the sentence, nouns and pronouns. Join me on episode 29 to add to your English knowledge and build your capacity for strong academic writing. Hi there, my name is kath and welcome to The Homework Help Show. On this show, we present you with valuable content for your academic life. This week, we continue our series on Grammar 101. Last week, we discussed the sentence. This week, we are going to discuss one of the common components of a sentence, which are nouns, and we'll also talk a little bit about pronouns. Let's begin. A noun is a word used to describe a person, place, or thing, event, idea, and so on. Nouns represent one of the main elements in a sentence, along with verbs, adjectives, prepositions, and articles. Nouns usually function as subjects or objects within sentences, although they can also act as adjectives and adverbs. This week, we will only talk about nouns that act as subjects or objects. There are many different types of nouns. Let me give you a list with the different types of nouns. We have proper nouns. Proper nouns are used to describe a unique person or thing. Proper nouns also always start with a capital letter. That's a really good way to remember what a proper noun is. So some examples may be like my name, Kath Ann. We may talk about a country as a proper noun, such as Canada. Or we may refer to a locale, such as a church, for example, St. Andrew's Church, a city. Anything that has to be capitalized and that does fulfill the role of a noun in a sentence would be considered a proper noun. Second, we have common nouns. Common nouns are used to describe persons or things in general. So examples of this would be girl, country, team, cat, chair. They are just general nouns that we use in everyday speech. Thirdly, we have concrete nouns, nouns that can be perceived through the five sentences. These are what are called concrete nouns, and these can also be considered common nouns. For example, ball, rainbow, and melody or rhythm could be considered concrete nouns because you can feel them through one of your five senses. In contrast, we then have abstract nouns. Abstract nouns cannot be perceived through the five senses, and that is why they are called abstract, because they are not concrete. So examples of these nouns would be love, courage, childhood. They present ideas, but they're not necessarily concrete, however they're still considered nouns. We then have countable nouns. Of course, you probably guessed, these nouns can be counted. They also have both singular and plural forms. So examples might be toys, chairs, children, books. So as you can see with the example of children, it has a plural form. The singular is child, children is the plural. These are considered countable nouns. And of course, we have non-countable nouns. These are nouns that usually cannot be counted. So I will specify that this does mean usually because there are some exceptions where these nouns may be able to be counted. But in general, they don't have a plural form. So examples of these would be laughter, sympathy, oxygen. As you can see, these forms of words do not have plurals, so they are not necessarily countable. So they'd be considered non-countable nouns. And finally, we have collective nouns. Collective nouns are used to describe groups of things. So for example, flock, like a flock of birds. Committee, it's a singular word to describe a group of people. So as you can see, that is why these are considered collective nouns. So in all, we do have seven different types of nouns that can be used as parts of a sentence and that make up the components of a sentence in the English language. Now, we also do have something called pronouns, and they are related to nouns. Pronouns are used to replace nouns within sentences, so this helps to make a sentence less repetitive and mechanic. So, for example, we could say, Mary didn't go to school because Mary wasn't feeling very well. But that doesn't just sound quite right, does it? Instead, you could say, Mary didn't go to school because she was sick. It makes the sentence flow a little better. And in this sentence, as you might have guessed, the pronoun is the word she. So in this sentence, Mary and she are noun and pronoun as I did with the nouns, I will now give you a list of the types of pronouns. So let's begin with subjective personal pronouns. These may be a little complex, so I would encourage you to pause the video as I go along and take notes. As this name implies, subjective pronouns act as the subject within sentences. So we're looking at words like I, you, he, she, we, they, it. For example, we might say, I am going to the bank while he is going to the market. So in this sentence, we're using the pronouns I and the pronoun he. So they they act as the subject and object within the sentence. So they are subjective. We also have object personal pronouns, these pronouns act as object of verbs within the sentences. So they're words like me, you, him, her, us, them, it. So for example, the ball was going to hit me in the face. In this case, me is the objective personal pronoun, and I really hope that doesn't happen to me. We also have possessive personal pronouns. So these pronouns are used to indicate possession, as the name implies, and they are placed after the object in question, as opposed to possessive adjectives, which are placed before the object in question. So these possessive personal pronouns are words like mine, yours, his, hers, ours, theirs, and its. So an example of a possessive adjective would be, this is my car. So my is a possessive adjective, whereas saying this car is mine, mine is the possessive personal pronoun in this sentence because it is a noun and it does not act as an adjective. We will get a little bit more in depth with adjectives and how nouns act as adjectives as the weeks go on. We also have reflexive pronouns. So this is a special class of pronouns, and it is used when the object is the same as the subject of the sentence. So for example, you may have heard words like myself, yourself, himself, herself, themselves, ourselves, and itself. These are all considered reflexive pronouns. So for example, I managed to cut myself in the kitchen, myself would be a reflexive pronoun because I am the subject of the sentence. Goodness gracious, I'm having a rough time. I'm getting hit by a ball and then <laughs> getting cut in the kitchen. Jeez Louise. Then we also have interrog- interrogative pronouns. As you probably guessed, these are pronouns that ask questions. So they are what, who, Whom, who, and whose. So, for example, we might say, What are the odds? And this is considered an interrogative pronoun. Next, we have demonstrative pronouns. These pronouns are used to indicate a noun and distinguish it from other entities. They are this, that, these, and those. You might hear these words commonly in English grammar, so this, that, these, and those. So the, an example of a demonstrative pronoun is, this is the right one. Finally, we have indefinite pronouns. As the name implies, indefinite pronouns do not refer to a specific person, place, or thing, as nouns do, um, and as more definite pronouns do. There are many indefinite pronouns, and this includes anyone, anywhere, everyone, none, someone, and so on. So as you can see, these words are somewhat a bit more vague than some of the other words that are more direct uh, that we have already discussed. So for example, if we were to use one of these words in a sentence, we might say, everyone is going to the party. We could also say, no one is going to the market this Sunday. You could also ask, is anyone going to buy lunch today. So those are some examples of some indefinite pronouns. So that is it for the lesson this week, folks. We hope that this information was of benefit to you. Best of luck returning to school. And just a little reminder, make sure to start jumping on with me on Instagram Live and Facebook Live Every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be there to have a little chat with you guys and talk about life. If you have any academic questions, that's great too. And I'll also give you a little reminder to check out our videos. Love to connect with you guys. Also, if you are looking for some more valuable content put on by Homework Help Global, definitely check out the Homework Help Global on various social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Google+, YouTube, Medium. We have lots of great blogs on there. We're on SoundCloud, Anchor, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and now we're also on Spotify. So if you're a podcast listener, that can be a really great way to access our content. Also, just a quick reminder that if you did like this video and you are liking our content, please give it a like and subscribe to our channel because that will help us know that you're enjoying the content and we'll keep producing awesome content for you guys. So that's it for this week. Signing off, my name is Kath Ann and I will see you soon.